What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Oz Hoopers TV Fiery Fridays. We've had the in-season tournament wrap-up, the Los Angeles Lakers coming out on top. That was about four days ago. LeBron James won the MVP. Uh, we'll get into a little bit on that. Giannis Antetokounmpo today had 64 points. We'll get into that as well. Bailey, how you been? Yeah. All I've got to say is thank God we don't give tipping advice on this channel. Yeah. Um, I think we might have combined two from 10 or 11 um, throughout the tournament. So, yeah, don't take any betting advice from us. Um, and to be honest, I reckon I probably would have said the paces in the last game. So, there you go. Yeah, I think the only thing, the only game I got right was Lakers to beat Indiana in the last one. Um, and even then, I wasn't very confident. So, uh, yeah, I think I went one for whatever it was. Four, one for eight, one for seven? Yeah, yeah or seven not. Games. Yeah. yeah. Which is insane. So, um, the first question regards the in-season tournament. Uh, the Lakers obviously won. Um, what are your thoughts on the Lakers winning? And has it raised your expectations for the Lakers this season? Um, I suppose it surprised me winning, considering I was against them every game. That's just been as a whole. I think it it improves their chances on the fact that when there is, you know, high stakes, they have the ability to turn it on. Now, do I think they could do that against the top teams in the West in in a playoff run over seven games? Probably not. Um, but it kind of does always sit in the back in back of your head now that you know it's still LeBron James and when he has to get the job done, he can. So hasn't um, increased my expectations, but I think it's more just my respect still. You got to still respect them. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned before that it wouldn't surprise me if the Lakers came out and won. I think this is when the semifinals were going on. I said it, it wouldn't. I kind of said Lakers and LeBron winning finals MVP would be a really good thing to see. Um, and it would raise my expectations for the Lakers this upcoming season. I thought it would give them respect. And I think it has. Uh, 7-0 in in-season tournament games, which are games that mattered. Um, LeBron James, you know, 24-11 and 11 in the final game. Anthony Davis, 41-20-5 in the final game. We saw Austin Reeves have 28 in the final game. Um, and they took down the paces, which some might, you know, take lightly, but um, they took down the Celtics and the Bucks. So I looked at it as a pretty good win, in my opinion. Um, and I think it, I think it does put a little bit more respect on their name. Um, I'm, I'm taking them over teams like Minnesota. I'm taking them over teams like the Mavericks. I know the Mavericks did just beat them the other day without Kyrie, which is a little bit worrying, but I'm still taking them over them in the series um, and and OKC as well. So um, I think it yep. does put a little bit more respect on the Lakers. Can they knock off Denver Warriors? I know Warriors is a bit out of the, the picture at mm. the moment because they're not playing too well, um, but I still think they are a threat. Uh, can they beat teams like the Nuggets, Suns, We'll have to see, but I think I think they stand a chance. Did the Lakers versus Golden State in the playoffs not too long ago, either last season or the season before? They played in the play-in. Play-in. Oh, I do remember that. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would have been a couple. That must have been when Clay was out. Yeah. And Yeah. Okay. I was just thinking. All right. Um. So Giannis onto the Kumpo had sixty-four points today, uh, against the Indiana Pacers. Franchise record um, and his career high. Huge game. We haven't seen a game like that since I think Donovan Mitchell <clears throat> had 70. Um, I could be wrong, mm. um, but huge game. I want to ask, is Giannis the best scorer in the league? 
if not who, and who is the next player to have 50 points? Well, I, think, never... I think you might have two different answers for that one. Yeah. First of all, I've never really thought of him as the best scorer. Maybe um, one of the better finishers around the rim. I think he shoots well well above 60% from the floor. And for a guy who takes over probably, what, 10 to 15 shots a game, um, that's obviously pretty good. As for a whole, I think you've got to be able to shoot the three ball consistently to be be the best scorer in the league. And as, as talented as he is, um, yeah, it's just kind of a personal thing. So definitely... To be honest, probably wouldn't have him in my top five in terms of just scoring the ball. I know he averages a lot, but I, I, it's kind of a, a different thing to being good compared to just being a really good scorer. Um, I think the best scorer in the league and possibly in NBA history is Kevin Durant um, when you just look at pure scoring. So he's one I can think straight off the top of my head. Now, who's the next to have 50? It's probably, That'd probably be the hardest thing to ever guess because someone could just pop up and do it randomly. Thinking of teams, could it be someone like Steph? Just now that Draymond goes down, he just steps up. And I mean, how many 50 point games has he had in the past? I don't know. Or maybe do they, you know, the defense is a little bit more locked in into him now, not having to worry about Clay. So maybe not him. I'm probably going to just, I'll keep it simple Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, two obvious ones. Yep. Um, I don't have him as the top scorer in the league. I think, like you said, Kevin Durant's pretty hard to argue. I think Embiid puts a lot of points mm. on the board very fast as well. Yeah. Um, and even the points he's been putting up, they've been smacking teams and he's been sitting most of the fourth quarter. Um, and they've been on pretty pretty mediocre teams as well. You think he's going to step up against the big teams and get more shots and they're going to look for him late in game. So I think I'd put Embiid up there. Yeah. Um, I'd put Steph up there. I think he's one of the, you know, obviously the best shooter in the league. I think he can find his shot. Um, and it wouldn't 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 surprise me if he's the next person out of 50. My next 50 bomb is going to be a little of an outside, a little bit of an outsider pick. I'm going to go Anthony Simons of the Portland Trailblazers. I think he's had 30, 34, 38 on the Clippers. Um, we've seen Jeremy Grant and Aiton go down. I think he will have 50 very, very soon. I'm not sure what their schedule is looking like. Hopefully, it's not a tough one. Um, every game's tough for Portland. Yeah, <laughs> but, true. Um, but I think if they play a team like the Pistons or especially the Washington Wizards, 50 is definitely on the cards for him. So, I think You're, it'll be Anthony. You almost want a close enough game, though. Yeah. Otherwise, they just sub him out. Yeah. It'll either be Anthony Simons. It'll be Embiid. Embiid's a good be... one. Maybe could Jokic? Like, yeah, yeah, Jokic, Jokic could do it. Maybe Anthony Davis. Yeah. Anthony Davis wouldn't be a bad pick. Um, Luca? Yeah, potentially Luca. Um, but we'll see. Plenty. That would be my pick, Anthony Simons. Yeah. Um, heading into the next question. So we saw Giannis onto the Kumpo cause a ruckus. There was fights in the hallway. There's a few feuds on the on the court. Um, and Giannis dropped his his 64 points, which was a franchise record. Um, and he wanted the game ball to kind of keep. I want to get your whole thoughts on this situation. We saw his brother Thanasis uh, kind of, you know, cause a little bit of a, a scene on the bench uh, when he was thrown to the ground. Um, what are your thoughts on this situation? Kind of unpack it for me. And is it a big deal? For, for those listening that don't know about the situation, Giannis had 64 points. He wanted the game ball to keep as sort of memorabilia. Um, but something the Pacers do is 
when a rookie drops their first NBA bucket, they give him the game ball. And Oscar, I can't pronounce his last name, Theo Theobishi, I think is the best I'll do. Yeah. Uh, he's a really good player. He drops a lot of lot of points in the G League. He dropped his first points today for them, and they gave him the game ball. The whole Bucks squad waited in the Pacers hallway for the game ball back. There was two game balls, so the Pacers gave them one, and Giannis uh, in the post media reckons they didn't give him the right ball, which would be pretty funny. Um, but he wanted the uh, he wanted the game ball that was played with, so he kind of chased after it. And there was a bit of mis- miscommunication. But what's your whole thoughts in this situation? Well, first, obviously, it was a pretty fiery game. Um, saw a few highlights where, first of all, I think it was Nesmith caught Yanis. He actually, if you actually watch it till the end, he kind of controlled it like he was holding onto his arm. He obviously just hard foul. I was hoping it was on the on the ground, but Yanis kind of jumped up. Ended up being well and truly out of the blue. Then Bobby Portis piped up. And kind of uh, escalated things. So first of all, I think, you know, it was a hard foul, but it wasn't a intentionally dirty one. So that should have just been sorted then and there. And I saw later on Halliburton got a dunk and was running back and Yanis just put the shoulder into him, dropped him, you know, a bit of a flop from Halliburton, but then went up and apologized. But then after the game, like, yes, you've scored 64 points, um, franchise record, but like, first of all, it's at pace is home. So if they get the ball and give it to him, surely you just at at the stage where you just go like, oh, oh well, I'll probably do it again someday, not chasing around like a, a child at a playground, like someone's stolen your toy. Um, even just Thanasis, when the fight was on, he's like doing that thing where you half get held back. Yeah. Like someone's like tugging on his shirt when he could have just broken. Easily it was just, yeah, yeah it was just really silly. Made it, I think the whole family look a bit childish. Now, of course, massive feat. Good on your franchise record, 64 points. But we've got players in history who have scored multiple um themselves and you know teams where you know obviously the bucks this is their first one but there's teams where they don't even blink an eye to that so yeah you might be able to go up and ask for the game ball they said um oh sorry we've already given it to him could have taken the other game ball they have multiple there they do at the very start of the game whatever it is however it works at the end of the day it's a paces home they gave the ball and you ran around like a like i said a child at a playground looking for a toy i think it was silly yeah, I agree. You wrapped it up pretty well. Um, like you said, Thanasis looked like he could have gone on the court and sorted that situation if he wanted to. Uh, but I don't think that holding him back was really doing much damage. I think he was kind of putting it on that he was getting held back Yeah. Um, to cause a scene and sort of look like he's protecting his his big bro. Um, I saw some good comments. Yeah. Really good comments. <laughs> on the socials, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think you get the second game ball, you know, you, you hang the jersey up and frame it. You know, you get maybe get your teammates to sign it, um, put a little signage under the, the, the frame jersey and say 64 points. This is the game worn jersey. This is one of the balls that we played with. Maybe put that on the shelf next to it. I don't think you yeah. need the exact ball. I mean, if you don't get it, big, big deal. Um, but if it means something to him, I guess, then maybe go look for it and ask nicely and give them the second ball. I don't think yeah. you have to cause a ruckus. You don't need Bobby Portis, you know, threatening to smash someone's face in and all this other stuff. So I kind of agree with what you said. Like I was having a look at 60-point games. I think Lillard's got five or something. Do you think – I don't know. Maybe he does. He goes and gets the game ball after everyone. But then, like, what, did he put it in, like, a room in the house or what? It's just yeah. kind of a bit of a, a meh thing to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think some people have different opinions on it, but – yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Um, 
We'll move on to question four. Draymond Green has done a swinging acrobatic elbow to Yusuf Nurkic. Um, not very good. He's in my fantasy team. Now, for the Rudy Gobert choking, he was... For choking Rudy Gobert, he was suspended for six games. I think it was six. It could have been eight. I think it was six, if I remember correctly. Um, now, for this situation, it looked pretty intentional. It looked like it was a a movement out of anger. I don't know. I wasn't watching the game personally. Um, I was looking at... I was watching a little bit, but I wasn't watching the full game. Um, but I knew the Warriors were down. It looked like a action out of anger. Um, it did look intentional. It looks pretty bad for Draymond. Adam Silver has come out and said that he will be suspended indefinitely. So no timetable for return. Looking at the last suspension being six games, and now he's doing it again after a warning. Uh, how much? How many games would you suspend him for? And do you think him being out indefinitely is the right move? Well, to be honest, obviously, at, at the start of the season, I was a big believer in Golden State. But I kid you not, every time I see this pop up, it actually angers me now. Like, first of all, you just look so dumb and stupid. And obviously, he's a multimillionaire. He can do whatever he wants. He's going to go, yeah, who cares what you're saying? Whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you're hurting your team. Like, could you just imagine Steph, who tries his heart out every game, carries them any way you want to put it at the moment. No one else is helping him. And he has to deal with someone who, first of all, gets texts and gives the other team points. Steve Kerr has to try and manage that. Clay's just trying to get back. So first of all, you're not only damn like you're you're not helping your team at all. You're actually doing the opposite. You're helping the other team at this stage. Now you're sitting out for games. You're supposed to be a leader and a big voice on the court. It's just like I'm so glad he's suspended indefinitely. I don't care for how long. It better be ages at this stage. I'm just every single game, or not every single game, but. Like once a week, I see something to do with this, and I'm like, "Oh my god, how again?" Or he just gets teched every second game. Like, when's when's enough enough? I know after 16 techs in a season, I'm pretty sure he gets suspended. Like, I don't know how many he's got this year. He probably doesn't have as many because he's been out for so long with already suspensions. But yeah, as a someone who was expecting Golden State to be very competitive this year, it really does infuriate me seeing this. He just seems dumb to do this to your team. Yeah. I agree. Um, it sucks. Uh, I thought he was playing pretty good for what I expected Draymond. Like, obviously, it's not groundbreaking and they're not winning games. But for the six games he's missed, how many games have they played at the moment? I think they're 20 games in. It's like a quarter mm-hmm. of your season. And now you're going to miss more when the Warriors aren't doing too good. I mean, over his past five games, like 21-9-4, he had in one of them. 13, 5, and 5, which isn't fantastic, but I mean, it's still... Yeah, but that's good. For, like, good that's what you game. need from him. 12, 5, and 13 assists. Yeah. Um, 10, 10, and 9. And these good. were the past four games. Yeah. And then in that game, he had 2, 2, and 2, which is pretty woeful, but he got suspended in 11 minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but And then you know what he does on the defensive end as well. Um, yeah. So he's so, an impact player. They need him. And I think the Warriors, I think... You know, this we could be at the end of their dynasty. Uh, they had a pretty bad season last season, I thought. I, I know they made the second round, but they came pretty close to the Kings. Um, and I don't know. Did they did they make the past the second round? Who did they verse in the second round? They beat the, maybe they did versus the Lakers. They did last yeah. year. Lakers yeah, beat right. them. Um, so I'm, I'm just not sure. Um, I think Clay's playing pretty bad. They sat him and Wiggins at the end of the game last game when Draymond got suspended against Phoenix. Um, and then Curry missed the shot. 
Um, and uh, I'm just not sure. I think I think Draymond could be on the move. I think uh, Clay could be on the move. And I think Warriors are kind of looking at it now as not, you know, this dynasty doesn't have much m- more years left. I think they're looking at it as Stephen Curry doesn't have any more, many more MVP years left. Yeah. You know, how, how longer can Stephen Curry keep this up? Yeah. I think, I think a little while longer. Um, so, you know, it's good to, it's good what Clay and Draymond did the, the, that 2015 to 20, what was it? 2019, um, that, that dynasty they had, they ended up winning again, not after that without Kevin Durant too, remember? Yeah. So you could almost extend it a little bit longer. Yeah. 2022 or whatever it was yeah. that dynasty they had between those seven years is, is incredible what they did. But I think eventually you have to look at the business side of things and, and see how long Stephen Curry has and you got to get him support. I know, I know a lot of teams are still going to take clay. I know, I know a lot of teams could definitely take the, uh, the risk on Draymond. So We'll see what they do at the deadline, but that's how I'd look at it. Yeah, whether whether you try this like Steph, Chris, Paul, Clay, Draymond until All Star break, like actually when they're all playing, they're all healthy, and actually just see how you go with a bit of chemistry, and then if it doesn't work, it's all over Red Rover. I don't think they've given it enough of a chance. It kind of seems like a a wayless version of the Kyrie Harden KD thing, where they got I think played combined sixteen games or something. Maybe that's even too many. Um, it just seems a bit like that. And yeah, you're probably right if that they've got to look maybe to turn the page over, but you've got to give this a proper chance. I think it really could work with, with the three of them. Obviously Clay's got to pick it, pick it up. And Draymond, like you said, has been playing really well. Chris Paul's just got to stay healthy and you don't have to worry about Steph, but could be the end. Yeah. We'll get into our questions of the week. Uh, I'll start with mine this week. Um, now they got a big win the other day with no Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. They're currently sitting in third. And the team I'm talking about is the Dallas Mavericks. They're 15 and eight. They did start 10 and one or something around those lines. I think they were, they were on 10 and a, two or something. Yeah. So a crazy start to the season. So since then they've been about five, five and six, um, but they have been facing some injuries. Do you owe an apology to the Mavericks or are you sticking by your word? Look, this is how I actually see it. I don't like, not that Kyrie Irving's not great, but I think when he's out, it doesn't make Luca any worse. And I don't think that makes the Mavericks any worse. So yeah, they've had some injuries um, and yeah, they started off hot. But to me, it kind of seems like when he's out, it doesn't really bother them. And I think Luca's more of himself. So that's kind of why I was against them. I've just never thought that pair would work and maybe it's gone a little bit better than expected. But I still think it's too early to call it if I owe them an apology. I, any Mavericks fans out there, I definitely will at the end of the season if if they're in the top six. Yeah, six. But even if they're in the top eight, I'd be surprised. I really, really don't rate them at all. Um, oh, I suppose that is a bit tough. They've They've started off better than what I thought. And if they are in the top eight, I'll give them an apology because I think they'll... If they're in the play-in, I think that's right around the mark if you're rating them up to their best. For me, for me personally, this is just a big opinion I've had. I mean, there's still teams that are sitting kind of underneath them. Like the teams that are sitting underneath them that I think will overtake is Denver. Uh, Lakers, I think, will overtake them. I think they're going to, you know, get on a bit of a stroke. The Kings could overtake them. Yeah. You've got Clippers in eighth. You've got the Pelicans in ninth, who I think will shoot up very soon. You've got the Phoenix Suns in tenth. Phoenix at tenth? Thirteen and eleven. 
and you've got Golden State in 11th. Yeah, see, I could, I mean, I could name, you know, healthy, if they were all healthy, all a lot of teams that I think would be above them pretty quickly. It's just, you know, what happens now. But yeah, like all of them you'd think would, would be making a push for that spot. Yeah. All right, let's hear your question. All right, I thought this was interesting the other day and I want to make it clear, this is in no way... Um, a debate for you know greatest of all time but I just thought this was really interesting okay so LeBron James currently has played 1,444 games Jordan has Jordan played 1,072 which is 372 left less which is around four and a half seasons right now but would be five at the end of the season so five seasons left less sorry LeBron James had 542 30-point games. How many do you think Jordan had? LeBron James had 532 40-point games. 542 30-point games. 542 30-point games. How many did Jordan have? Yeah. We're going to go up. So 30, 40, 50. So Jordan, paid, Jordan played four less seasons, but I know he retired pretty early and came back. Um, so... 432. I'm going to start with 300. So LeBron had 542 30 point games. Jordan had 562. So an extra 20. So now we go to 40 point games. Yeah. LeBron James had 74 40 point games. How many did MJ have? 74. Oh, I'll go 74. Well, based on the last stat, I'm presuming it's higher. So I'll go 84. 173, Damn. almost 100 more. We go to 50-point games. Okay. LeBron James has had 14. Yeah, sounds about right. How many has Jordan had? I'm not going to say many. I reckon like seven. 31. Really? 16 more. And then 60-point games, LeBron James has the one. Yep. How many does Jordan have? How many times did Jordan drop 60 points? Two? Four. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like I said, in no way debate of, you know, who's the best. Even In my opinion, I think Jordan is slightly, but I only think that's because LeBron doesn't have as many rings. But I just thought it was quite interesting how much of a, you know, not a, obviously assists and rebounds LeBron, LeBron clears him pretty easily, but actual big numbers scoring, how good Jordan was in yeah. five less seasons is yeah, crazy. That's pretty crazy. I, I kind of underestimated him in those predictions and those guesses. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's a crazy start. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Uh, as always, make sure you're following us on the socials at Oz TV and whatever podcast streaming platform you guys are listening on. We appreciate you guys joining us each week and we'll catch you next week.